Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. The Manlet Camp Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. Another week's rolled around, another episode. In this one, myself and Bradley Matthews are going to be sharing three tips to improve your relationships right away. There's plenty of things that you can do over the long term, but we want to give you three tips that you can work on now, okay? Implementational things. So let's get straight into it. The first one, self-awareness. Self-awareness you have inside yourself right now. It's about understanding boundaries, expectations, needs and desires, which relationships are mutually beneficial, being in the right relationships. Many people are wondering why they build up resentment or frustration towards mates or partners, and it's generally because boundaries are being crossed. It's happened for me in the past, still happens to me today, and it's not about obviously understanding all of your boundaries. Like, Could you imagine Brad going on a first date rocking in with a bloody journal and going, look, before we kick this date off, I just got to tell you my boundaries. I need to tell you my needs. I need to tell you my expectations. The person would run away as fast as Usain Bolt hits a world record. So obviously those things can be done gradually, but if you go, okay, I want to improve my relationship right now, what is one specific pain point or irritation point in my relationship with my spouse or partner, with a a close mate, with a work colleague? And how can I impact that? Do I need to put a boundary? Do I need to manage my expectations? Do I need to uh, verbalize my needs? You can do that right now. So that question that I think is very important for that is what is one sticky point or pain point or frustration point within whichever relationship it was that you were looking to improve. Is there anything you would add around uh, self-aware? Like how, how would you go around, I, I guess some keys to be more self-aware uh, for me would be reflection. It's the reason why I journal and occasionally, you know, went through meditation for a while. I personally don't do that at the moment. Uh, it has really helped me. So thinking about events and interactions with people, those that have, you know, interactions that have gone really well as opposed to interactions that have gone poorly. And I think one of the great things, once again, about our academy is we've got blokes 
in there who are willing to talk, right? Willing to talk about things that are going well in their life, challenges that they're having, things that are thriving, and things that they want to improve on. And the beauty of that is by hearing other people share these things, you put yourself in their shoes for a moment and you go, hmm, maybe I am doing that in my relationship right now and that's what where that's impacting my partner. I never thought about it like that. So that's the, the beauty of being in a good environment. I think a good thing on self-awareness as well is giving yourself time to think. Mm. So because obviously we're in a world now where we can be consistently distracted so then you never actually become aware of what you may have said, what you may have done, how you may be feeling. Mm. So going for those walks without your phone, um, having sit-down chat with no distractions with your partner, um, but just giving yourself that, I don't know, 30 minutes a day of literally just thinking time. Some people like to probably call that meditation. Yeah, true. But just giving yourself time to use your frontal lobe. Your frontal lobe. Yeah. I think that's great. And yeah, once you establish those boundaries, you can then enforce them, right? You can enforce sounds like such a strong word, but it means you can have discussions around it and say, look, we spoke about this. I don't feel it's happening. I'd like to, you know, raise this again because this helps you once again work out which relationships are working for you and mutually beneficial and which ones may be one-sided and maybe you need to distance distance your time with those people. Second point. So the first point, self-awareness. You can, there's plenty of great um, – well, just read autobiographies. I think the more autobiographies you read, the more self-aware you become because you're putting yourself in other people's shoes. I, I truly believe autobiographies are a great place to start. <clears throat> communication, second point. There's two areas I want to focus on here, but obviously communication is huge. I'm currently working with a vocal coach because I want to improve how I say things, which I never thought I would worry about. But I've learned so much from cutting swearing out, the tonality that I use, how to change the way you say things, which has been fun. But we're going to look at a internal level first, or I guess internally, what you can control. Then externally, so the engagement of communication. First one, being with yourself. To communicate effectively and honestly, we need to get clear on who you are and what you want. That comes through, as you were saying a moment ago, Brad, thinking time. Asking yourself questions. Who, who am I? That's a huge question. Well, if you can't answer that, who do you want to be? Who are some people that you admire aspire to be like and what is the characteristics as well because I think when we're looking at I guess finding idols or people that we aspire to mentors people that we aspire to be like we go I love everything about that person but because I do this I don't want to scratch them off the list for me there's many people as I have said on previous episodes I have this board of directors who do not know I exist but I listen to so much of their content because I believe in how they say things, what their focuses are. Now, some of them prioritize their health and are experts in that field, others business, others marketing, others relationships, and that's what I go to them for. So to help uh, myself grow there, it's getting clear on who I am because once I'm clear on who I am and what I want, I can then communicate that with myself. It's like I'm lucky 
this is how I want to live my life. This is why I do what I do. Because sometimes you may stand alone, right? You may have a belief or an opinion that other people disagree with. And when you have a good communication with yourself, when you have a good relationship with yourself, you're comfortable to stand there. We then also uh, think about how um, the self-talk that you have, right? Do you find yourself saying bad things to yourself? Like you're fat, you won't be able to do this, you're a failure, or are you championing yourself? Are you saying you are absolutely crushing it? You can do that. Like how is that internal voice? And it's not about I'm not perfect with it. No. But it's something that I'm working on and it's something that I'm mindful of. If I'm talking to myself in a poor manner, well, I'm going to change that. Mm. If I start feeling down and it's like, okay, well, I need to listen to something motivational. I need to change the input. Mm. Rather than listening to sad music like I used to and wonder why I felt sad, it's like I need to listen to inspiring people or inspiring music or upbeat music. Your subconscious is always listening. Always. What yeah. you're telling yourself and what you're telling others. Mm. I, I had it the other day when we did that workout, you know, the running one that you oh, beat me in. I gave you. you that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and I got to a point because it was hot. It was a hot day. There was 5K worth of running in there, mm. 30 warbles between each kilometer. And I remember going out the door every time and I'm like, oh my God, I'm absolutely knackered. And I just seen you just like getting further and further away. And then I was like, Brad, like telling yourself you're tired is not going to help me in this situation right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I just had Still to like finish it. force my, like I was just telling myself, come on, you can do it. Like just keep one step, just yep. focus on in front. What I was telling myself was actually helping me get through it and get through those five rounds. Great. So it can help there. with your training as well. 100%. 100%. So think about that. How's your communication with yourself, are you being honest with yourself? Like, sorry, another key point with honesty with yourself. A lot of people have their head in the sand around how their life is currently going. Whether it's financially, whether it's a relationship, they just go, head in the sand, I'm not going to deal with that. Hopefully it fixes itself. Doesn't happen. Broke people complain, unhealthy people complain. People who feel like the world's against them continue to complain. We've all been there. I've been there. And it wasn't until I said, look, my finances are not where I want them to be. What can I do to improve them? <clears throat> I had to learn about money. I had to learn about um, increase. I had to make myself more valuable to earn more. I had to learn about investing. I had to learn about savings, tax, all of that stuff. Same with health. Had moments where I drank too much booze and partied too much and didn't feel very good. So I had to start learning about how to live a healthier lifestyle, understanding nutrition, recovery, training. I chose to do that. So learning to be honest and going, look, this is where I'm at. As much as I want to be perceived as this or as much as I'd love to have that, currently I'm here. That then gives you the foundation to build off. Now, once we've got the foundations established, we go in, how do we communicate with other people? Well, is there respect shown? Are you saying what you really mean because I know as a young fellow I used to get very frustrated because I couldn't put into words how I felt and so instead of working on that skill I would just get angry and swear or I would storm off I'd have tantrums and obviously that doesn't make things better so it wasn't until a bloke said to me at the pub in 2014 when I, I swore a whole heap he's like what do you really mean by that and I got frustrated because, once again, I didn't know what I meant. But now that I'm working on actively trying not to swear as much, I'm thinking, okay, well, 
instead of saying that word, that curse word, what would I say? Articulate. Yeah, what would I say instead? And then I'm like, okay, well, this is what I really mean. Mm. And it's. I think it's important to start thinking about that because how you communicate and the way you say things is really impactful. Even your body language, right? Like if you go, yeah, I'm happy, but you're looking at the ground or, you know, if we were doing a job interview right now, Brad, and you're saying, yeah, I'm a super confident bloke, but you can't look me in the eyes. You don't have a strong handshake. You, you know, you keep bloody mumbling your words. I'm like, well, are you really confident? Are you really sure you're a good fit for the job? And once again, doesn't matter where you're at in regards to that. I'm still a work in progress. As I said, I've got a vocal coach at the moment, but I want to get better at that. I'm committed to getting better. And that's what it's about because it's all about learning mm. and actioning what you learn. So think about those things that you can learn in, in relationships. Once again, empathy, compassion, conflict resolution, seeking to understand. If someone says something to you and it rubs you up the wrong way, rather than retaliating and trying to make them feel bad, is there some conflict resolution you could work? Or is it you try and understand what they really meant? Maybe they articulated themselves the wrong way. Maybe it came across the wrong way. Important things to think about. Is there anything you would add around communication with self or with other people? There's, uh, with my communication, what really helped uh, me be more vocal with my words, because that's something that I feel that I need to work on a lot is my grammar and how I talk. And that's being around people that speak yeah. properly and don't swear every sentence. I'm not saying don't be around them. People. I'm just saying limit that time. Yeah. So obviously you start picking that kind yeah. of, uh, picking that up and swearing all the time as well. Uh, but just reading, um, I know a great book, um, how to win friends and influence people. Oh, amazing book. That's a good one. But there's another one I read recently, which is 62 ways, 62 tips to improve your communication, something like that. That might be wrong, but it's, it's a yellow cover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good book. So there's lots of resources out there. Again, I'm coming from someone that struggled with my communication, not really confident in it. So what did I do? Just went out there. Okay. Who do I need to be around? Mm. What do I, what books could I learn to help that? And there's resources out there. And again, I'm not perfect something that's forever mm. forever going to work on. And that's it's an interesting thing when when we're looking to learn. I often watch like I'll go to what was something recently? I went to a comedy night recently with the sole intention to learn how they engage the crowd. I didn't necessarily want to see the show, but I was like I'd love to see how this person uses their voice, how they tell stories, what words they use and for me because there's all these le- and the more you get into improving yourself and becoming the best version of yourself, you realize that the layers that you can go into to really mastering these these areas of your life. And once again, I truly believe once you start the journey of growth, it doesn't stop. There's always something else you can learn. And it's not about the fact that you're not you're not great or you need to be better. It's just the fact that you can be better, right? You can create better outcomes for yourself. And when you're of that growth mindset, you always want more. It's like you want to have more impact. You want to make people feel better. You want to lift people up. You want to lift yourself up, which means better communication, improve your health, work on your well-being, have more adventures. So many things that can go on that. Anyway, enough rambling there. Let's go to point three. So point two was communication. Point three, emotional intelligence. Game changing this one. Absolutely game-changing, extremely confronting. 
because I had a lot of demons and I also blamed everyone and everything else for why my life was the way it was and why my mood was the way it was. And when I started learning around learning about emotional intelligence and you could actually start to understand it, blew my mind. I'm going to give you a quick thing to Google just quickly, which was game-changing, and it's called the wheel of emotion, human emotion. So, for example, if you felt anger before, which I felt a lot, or you may feel fear, sadness, love. Let's use anger as the example because a lot of blokes have felt anger before. <laughs> Rather than just going, I'm angry, and, and saying it like that, and that being what it is, you're not allowing yourself to understand why you're there. So emotional intelligence is the understanding of your moods and emotions and understanding how to regulate or manage your moods and emotion and also the moods and emotions of other people. Obviously, you don't have control over it, but you have control over how you can interpret it and how you show up around it, right? It might, you know, for example, Bradley, let's just say uh, you had a death in the family and you're mourning right now. It happened yesterday and I've come in and I'm super excited and upbeat. I'm like, Bradley, cheer up, mate. It's all good. I just won a million bucks. You're like, mate, you're not reading the room here. And that's where emotional intelligence and self-awareness, as we said at the start, come into play because you can read the room for where the energy's at. So going back to anger, you can say, okay, Bradley, why do you feel anger? Or what is it? You could go, I'm angry because I'm jealous that my missus is going overseas again. Well, how does it make you feel feeling jealous that someone that you care about is going overseas? Oh, I think that I'm just envious. You know, I'd love to be doing that. Okay, so... You're not angry right now. You just wish that you were going overseas. Right? You're, you're envious. The emotion is a bit different, which means you don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be angry. You just need to read the room for where it's at and what your emotion is. It could be resentful. It could be annoyed. It could be whatever. So that's the, the wheel of emotion. I definitely highly recommend checking that one out because that will help you improve your relationship, your self-awareness, but also... Uh, manage emotions and moods within a relationship because obviously, you know, when you're dealing with two people, you've got so many different ways the moods and emotions can be going. Is there anything you would add to that, Bradley? I just feel that when we are, you can get in a, be in a habit of running off emotions. So if you are someone that has been emotional most of your life or things have happened to you, it, it can take time to actually get out of that. Um. So yeah, it's it's asking those questions why you feel feeling that certain emotion like you just mentioned. Uh, but I think it's great for, I mean, I use it in sports. So it's like if something's, okay, for tennis, for example, we we're playing tennis the other day, right? Who won? You won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this actually shows your good emotion intelligence. Actually, this is a story. So I was up three nil. Yep. And Lockie could have gotten a huff and puff about it. But as soon as you let your emotions get, involved that's when you're obviously not thinking straight that's when you probably make more mistakes because you're getting angry you're not focusing on the task at hand and mm. what needs to be accomplished here your yep. mind needs to be in the right place this is exactly what i do i've just got to move a bit quicker mm. that was the better way of thinking about it, and that's how you thought about it and came back to beat me what was the scoring nine eight <laughs> nine eight yeah and the uh there's a great quote when emotions are high intelligence is low which is true. If you yeah. and this is why 
If you look at marketing, for example, you watch people on the internet and if you think that most most brilliant marketers or most people who have a lot of followers, if you think they're stupid to say a lot of the stuff that they say, you're completely mistaken. They just understand how to evoke human emotion. So their things that they say or the way that they're doing things is for a reason for, I would say, 99% of marketers. They know how to get you get you going. There was a good one that I... Actually, I don't even need to give any examples. You can go look into that, but it's definitely food for thought, right? Uh, people are trying to evoke emotions and obviously... You know, we do it to a degree as well with with um, showing how we live our life, prioritizing health and talking about the downsides of not being healthy or not working on your mental well-being. Uh, we're not as aggressive. Uh, we could be better. We will be better. Uh, but there's all the all of these things to think about. But the higher your uh, emotional intelligence is, you can start understanding this and you cannot be affected by things as much. It's a pretty cool way to live. If you're irritated and frustrated by everything that's going on in the world, that once again falls on you. And there's a great book by Daniel Pink called Emotional Intelligence. Read it. We've got it linked in our academy, uh, but check that one out. Is there anything you wanted to add on those three tips for improving your relationships right away? Um, I think in terms of emotional intelligence as well, if you're having an argument, uh, well, if your missus has come in and she's had a bad day at work and you understand, like you understand emotional intentions and you're more understanding of their situation. Empathetic, compassion. You, yeah, you can actually sit there and just listen, like not join in on the uh, how intense she is feeling and her emotion and mm. you get emotional as well because mm. then it's like two monkeys fighting each other. <laughs> so that's not going to help the situation. It's Someone's going to sail the ship. Yeah, so it's like if you were level that understanding, it's like sitting there listening, mm. just understanding that she is emotional, she will come down from yep. that point. Mm. It's just a matter of being understanding and you having that level of intelligence to take that on board and just be there for her and uh, reply if she needs it and yep. give an opinion if she needs it. I like it. Well said. If you got value from this episode, don't forget to share it on the socials. Leave an extra 90 seconds to leave a review. It helps us get uh, more guests on the show because once again, people care about ratings. And if you're getting value, that would be a little thing you could do to support this show as well. And that was our three tips to improve your relationship. So self-awareness, communication, emotional intelligence. Once again, we cover all of that. Uh, we have conversations around all of that in the academy as well. So you can check that out there. Do something today to be better for tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.